This is the Gloves Are Off Sports Podcast. My name is Jim Drumheller, and with me is my broadcast colleague, Jim Bruno. Today we'll be talking about the Flyers' absolute collapse over the past weekend. We'll be talking about the BJ Penn fight and why it was one of the saddest fights I've ever seen in my life. We'll be talking Royal Rumble, and we'll be talking about the Eagles' in-house free agents, who should stay, who should go real quick. So, I want to get started right now with the Flyers. They had two games before this bye week. They had Boston, and they had... Uh, the Capitals, and they were two important games. You really wanted to show that you get some momentum going in before the bye week. And uh, they did the exact opposite. They were absolutely atrocious. The problems on this team are absolutely magnified in these games. The defense, in Boston, the defense hung over right out the dry. And uh, you you were disagreeing with that. You think, if I'm going to bash Mason for letting in a bunch of goals, I should bash Neuvert. Absolutely should. And I feel the difference is that if you watch that Boston game, the defense is nowhere to be found, and the advantage is always to the shooter in that sense. You got two guys skating up on one goalie, they're going to burn them almost every time. It takes- and I agree with that, but six goals. Not yeah. everyone was the defense. That's just not the way that that works. Yeah, but it was, I mean, not everyone, but a lot of them. There was a lot where it was just, I mean, you watch the game, just hung out to dry. Mason comes in against the Capitals the next day. And just absolutely shits the bed again. Yep. Some of it was on the defense, and I will grant that. If I'm going to say it for Neubert, I'm going to say it for Mason. The problem is it was Mason, and there was a couple of goals. There was one that bounced off his glove and went in. He should have grabbed it. There was a couple where they were definitely on him. And when you look at the Boston game, there was one you could put on Neubert, and the rest of it, he was really hung out to try. And if you look at Mason, and I want to go over his stats real quick, because he's really been atrocious. Absolutely horrible goaltending here. In his last 12 games, he's been 1-7-3. and three. Holy shit. His goals against average is 3.31. <laughs> That's the average he's letting in a game. What What was the the uh, title you were putting on him? Franchise goal or something, yeah. something like that? And his save percentage has been .880. Okay. Which means he's stopping 88% of the shots, which is okay. NHL average is around 90-91. Yeah, so he's below average. And a situation where you're talking about a lot of these games, a lot of the NHL games are not blowouts. Yeah, you're these are one, two goal games. You're thinking three to two is a normal hockey game. Two to three percentage points is a big deal. Yeah, it's huge. Huge. Uh, and the team itself is just awful. Gostaspair, especially sophomore slump in a big way. He's been absolutely they terrible. Need, maybe they need to put him up in the box again. They have. It's no. a, he's been scratched two times. He's a minus seventeen on the year so far. Oof. Which basically means that teams are scoring against his line. Yeah. Have scored seventeen more than his line has scored. Um, and the penalties on this team are just absolutely abysmal. I mean, it's nice that we have a good penalty kill. I don't think we need to show it off so much. Yeah, exactly. But the penalty kill, it's good that they can do that, but you don't want them to do that. Right. 
You know what I mean? You don't want them to show that that's what they have to do. Because right. that's, that's ridiculous. Right. Less is more in that sense. Yep. Um, and the weirdest aberration on the season so far, I think, has been Braden Shen. He's got 14 goals on the year. You figure, hey, it's pretty good. Braden Shen's really showing off this year. Three of them have been 5 on 5. <laughs> Three of them have been even strength. He's got 11 on the power play. That's, in, I mean, in itself, that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You got, uh, you're scoring goals, regardless. Yeah. You're scoring goals. Doesn't matter when you score them, in my eyes. Doesn't matter when you score them. Just yeah. score them. Just score the goals. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing of it is, is it's it's great to score a lot of power play goals. It's good to have a good power play. But most of your game's going to be spent 5-on-5, five five, and yeah. that's really where you want your most production. Yeah, I agree with that. But um, when you get into a situation where you're in the power on the power play, you know what, if you got somebody that can score it on the power play, that's good too. Yeah. I mean, to me, anytime you can score is good. Like you yeah. say, you want, to be, you want it to happen on 5-on-5, five five. yeah, you do. But if it's going to happen... You don't care when it happens. Right. As long as, you know. As long as it happens. Exactly. You want pucks and nets, and that's the end of the, you know, that's generally where you're going to stand on that. But, I mean, this team's so bad right now. It's really atrocious. Like, it's it's, a, it's an absolute disgrace. Now, So I, what actually happened? I don't know. And I'll, the team had problems the whole way through. Even during the 10-game win. Sure. Yep. I mean, they were sloppy with the puck. Too many turnovers, especially in our own zone. Mm-hmm. The defense has not been good. Nah. The goaltending has not been good. They're starting Mason too much. Yep. And I think we're just going to keep beating that drum. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe this bye week you can, you know, get a little rest, You'd a little think, something. They, can't, they couldn't practice either. That's what I'm saying. They It'd practice today. At four, like four o'clock. Play tomorrow. Yeah. tomorrow and up... Sunday. That's fun. Yeah. Right, right off the fucking bye. Here you go. But, uh, no, what, uh, my point is get away from it for a week. I mean, yeah. I know uh, Giroux went down to Cabo. But, yeah. I heard that, you know. Mason was complaining before the bye week that they've been playing so much lately that they didn't have any time to practice. And because they haven't had time to practice, he hasn't had time to work out the problems, this, that, and the other thing. Okay. And you get this bye week and you can't practice. Hold on, Jim. We talking about practice? We're talking about practice. We the, not not the game not 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 a game. We talking about practice. <laughs> Is that what we talking about here? Not the game I go out there and give my life for every day on the court. We talking about practice? Fuck that Cowboys fan. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but I mean, Giroux hasn't scored a goal in a bunch of games. It, there's just, just absolute breakdowns on all facets of the game. The offense, uh, I mean, you look at a six to three loss, and they're scoring, but you're still letting up six goals. It, it really is. You yeah, I mean, and, and you know what? We we were talking earlier. It isn't all on the goalie. Like you said, a lot yeah. of it has to do with the defense. But just you know. Stop a fucking shot here or there too. Right. You know that's, what I mean. That's the thing. That when that works in tandem, when you have a little bit of go, little bit of goalie play and a little bit of uh, of defense, you're gonna win some games. Yeah. You know. Now, Actually, mind you, you've got a little bit of defense and a little bit of goaltending. You're gonna let in a little bit of goals. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> mind you, hockey. I still don't know how it's not like a fucking basketball game. I could never where fucking. Where it doesn't check. matter until the last few minutes. No, no, where like the score isn't a hundred to hundred and <laughs> right. fucking five or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? It's just I could never get out there and do it. So I, I got to give these guys respect. Oh, the conditioning alone is ridiculous. The conditioning and and even to stop a puck, that takes some fucking balls. Yeah, straight balls. Yep. I yeah, you know, I couldn't do it. So I've been hearing all week about this rant he wants to have, and it really just looks deflated. It, I, I, it's, you know, that's the that's what you really look you like get right it, now. The team's so bad. They're so atrocious. And I'm sick of it. And I understand. I get it. 
This is not a team that was expected to make the playoffs this year. They are rebuilding, and the windows. No, nah, this is the Flyers. They're expected to make it every year. <laughs> yeah, every fucking year. I always say the biggest dichotomy of Philly sports is every year you get the Phillies, the Sixers, and the Eagles, and this is the team. They're ready to go. This yeah. is going to be the year. Flyers make the playoffs every year. Oh, they suck. Yep. Well, yeah. It, it's 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 the ultimate dichotomy in Philly sports, and it's it, it cracks me up. It really does. But. They're atrociously bad. They weren't expected to make the playoffs last year. I get it. The window's just starting to open. You're just starting to get these prospects up. The plan is just starting to start out here. Ah, so the process is coming to fruition here. The process is starting to begin. Dude, every one of our fucking sports teams right now is in the process. In the process. Like Pete McCannon on the Phillies came out. Every one of our sports teams is always in the process. (laughs) Until they miracle some fucking team by just absolute luck like the Phillies did. McCannon came out and said, yep, we're looking to be 500 this year. Well, that's a fucking great thing. Yeah, 162 games. (laughs) We might win 80 of them. We might, yeah, we might. We're we're shooting for 80 of them. (laughs) What the fuck? And you know what? We're just so jaded at this point with the fucking Sixers sucking ass for the last... Five years, or it's been more than that, but they've admitted they're going to suck ass for five years. Um, the Eagles always a mixed bag, you know. Other than the last, there's Hanky laying in his bed with his draft picks, ah. in his fucking parents' basement. Right. Um, Philly is the same thing. They they had their run, and I ain't mad at them. You know what I mean? For what they went, they held on to the guys way too long. Oh, absolutely. Holy shit! Did I just slip some Philly stalk in here? Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> you get to that, Bill. I don't care. Not much to talk about with the Phillies. Yeah, well, they just signed a, uh, I don't even know who the guy is. They signed, you know, a uh, left-handed bat, so. Saunders? Yeah, Saunders, yeah. That's, what, that's what it was. And uh, I actually read somewhere, they're, they're talking, them and the Blue Jays are talking to somebody else, another, you know, right-handed, or another uh, power bat, so we'll see how that works out. Right. And right there, that little thimble, that's our amount of Phillies knowledge, so right. we're kind of, uh, kind of out on that one. And Clay Buckholz. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, the team's a true, I, I get it, they weren't supposed to make the playoffs last year. The process is just beginning. But the product, the talent on that team and the product they're putting on the ice is absolutely in conflict with each other. Yeah, I mean, even though they're prospects, they're better prospects than what they're showing on the ice. Not only that, but you've got Wayne Simmons, you've got Jake Voracek, you've got Claude Giroux, you've got Steve Mason. I think Giroux. You've got guys. I think Giroux is one of the most overrated fucking players in the whole league. And everybody else thinks he's probably one of the more underrated. Yeah. How's this work out? Uh, it just shows what you know about hockey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Nah, fuck that. The dude hasn't fucking produced. In, it's, every year he gets a pass. Oh, well, it's this. Oh, well, it's that. No, fuck that. He's not producing. He is producing. He's not day. fucking producing. He's not producing right now. Oh, okay. Not And that's, that's always the fucking... Oh, he's not producing now. He's not... He's, he's really well, not nobody a, produces he's, all year. He's really not a playoffs guy. He's really, you know, fuck that. Wayne Simmons, since the day he got here, has been the fucking like man. Who do you know that talks like this? What is that? <laughs> that's what he fucking, that's what, I know people. <laughs> I don't think they're people. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck that, dude. I want to see fucking more out of, out of, uh, Jerome. I want to see more out of fucking Voracek. You know what? He made, and you've made the point. He's playing, you know, Voracek's been playing good this year. But you know what? He played so fucking bad last year. I want to see something out of him this year to make up for it. A little fucking extra. This is just what you're supposed to be doing this year. You owe me last year. <laughs> he owes you last year. He owes year. me fucking last right? year. Right. It'll take him t- t- 30 fucking games last year to get his first goal. Right. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. He, you he, are, a, he, and he just got a big ass fucking contract? Fuck that. He was bad last year. There's absolutely no doubt to that. But he's absolutely had a bounce back year. So far, but. So far, but yeah, yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you, can you ask him to have a bounce back here in March when it's 
fucking January now. You can't expect him to have produced in March. Of Why course you... it's so far. He's only played so far. Well, yeah, I get that, dude. I get that. He's had a bounce back year so far, but he could go easily go back to fucking sleep. He got Wayne Simmons made his first All-Star game. It's fucking awesome. That like I great. said, he's the only guy for the last three years I know of he's going to produce. Yeah. They argue that. And we got him for Mike Richards. Argue that. We got him and Braden Chen for Mike Richards. <laughs> How about that shit? We could probably... Oh, Christ. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. And we got four check for Carter. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, whatever, right? Yeah, they got a couple cups They out. got a couple cups you know out. What? Fucking... So will we. When? Uh, not this year. Oh, okay. Trust the process, Jimmy. Trust uh, the process. I'm, I'm trusting. <laughs> You're not, not processing trust. the thing here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's They're... talk about something else. You got my blood pressure oh, up. right now. All right, well, you look like you want to fight, so let's transition right over to the UFC. Sounds like a plan. I'm going to put up a little bit more of a fight than BJ Penn did, though. Oh, my God. He got trounced. Well? He got absolutely trounced, and it was one of these things where it was just so sad to watch. Now, BJ Penn is a fucking legend. This is the same guy who is fighting in featherweight at 145, and I said this last time. Fought Frankie Edgar at 145, fought Frankie Edgar at 155, dominated 155 for the longest time, and even moved up once at 194 and fought Leota Machida. This is a guy who was the very first guy, he was, he was, he was, I heard uh, someone, I think it was Sean Ross Sapp put it best. He was the OG of not giving a fuck about your weight class. <laughs> he was going to fight you. That's pretty fucking good, I like that. He was a multiple division champion, and God, it's good to see him fucking, you know, absolutely ride out your legacy. He's done. And he needs to stop. He was done after the Edgar fight, and he's definitely done now. I don't even know that at this point he's going to get licensed to fight again. It was sad. It was. No. It was seeing one of your. You know, when I first started getting into it, BJ Penn was the man. Mm-hmm. And seeing that guy, and just absolutely collapsing. And I get it. It's hard to let go. It is. Yeah, look at Ric Flair. But it's not a situation where, like, he got an injury. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I can't fight anymore. It's an injury. That sucks. He's old. Yeah, that's the injury he has. And that makes it harder to let go. Yep. Because he absolutely now, can get in there let, and fight. Let's give a little bit of perspective to this, Jim. How old is old? BJ Penn is high 30s. What are we? We're high 30s. Okay. But we're not world-class athletes either. Okay. Yeah, I, I not do well in the UFC either. I just had to make that distinction between us and BJ Penn for the listening audience in case they wanted to just, you know, I know this isn't a, a video podcast, it's an audio one. So just so you know, we we are definitely not world-class athletes. We are old. We are old, though. <laughs> but not only that, but what the fuck kind of booking was this? BJ Penn wants to come back. That's great. He's going to fight Dennis Seaver. He's another aging journeyman guy. He's always been a middle-of-the-road sort of guy. He's getting up there in years. Great matchup. Fine. BJ Penn wants one more fight. Put him in there with Dennis Seaver. Sounds great. Seaver got hurt. Hmm. Now you're going to put him in there with Ricardo Lamas. And already you're going, whoa, wait a minute. Lamas is kind of good and kind of young. I don't like this so much. But maybe BJ Penn could do something with this. Lamas drops out. Enter Yair Rodriguez, the guy who actually fought, who's 24-year-old Uber prospect, who's a top-ranked fighter. And you're coming up... <sighs> Why so, would you book that? This dude just made his name off of what should have been a tomato can fight Not for DJ Penn. Like he said, he's like, it's great for me personally to know that I got to fight and defeat BJ Penn, but I can't imagine it's going to do dick for my ranking. <laughs> well, yeah. 
I mean, was, that's an you know that's one of those fights that down the road there, as long as he keeps on the trajectory he's on, it's going to help. Well, he did beat BJ Penn. You know, he didn't he didn't beat this guy or he didn't fight this guy or whatever, but he fought. He did fight BJ Penn and made him look pretty fucking foolish. He does have one thing to hang his hat on, and that's that he not only knocked him out, but he knocked him down. Yeah. And yeah, tell me about time, that stat, dude. First time BJ Penn's ever been knocked down in his career. How, how many fights has he had? In- uh, God, he's got to be sixteen and twelve, and there's a couple of no contests I think in there. He hasn't had a lot of fights, but I mean, he's definitely always been in big fights. I mean, just not to be knocked down. That, that's pretty. Fucking- yeah, not only that, but he's fought some heavy hitters. He's fought some guys, and he absorbed one thousand and thirty-four strikes in his career before he was knocked down. That's that's impressive. But the fact are. of the matter is, when he got knocked down, he, he stayed the fuck down, huh? Couldn't get up. Uh, ben Folks over at MMA Junkie put watching this fight best. He said it was about as enjoyable as taking a lit match to a Picasso just to see if it would burn. Because <laughs> there was absolutely no point in putting BJ Penn in there with a 24-year-old top-ranked Uber prospect. That's mean. It's just a bad matchup. You shouldn't have done it in the first place. You went in there and got BJ Penn almost killed. It was just so bad. And I can't believe that they booked it. Like, hey, and even going into the fight, I was thinking, BJ Penn is going to fight again. That's great. Maybe he can do something with this. Maybe he can get him to the ground. And if he can get him to the ground, maybe he can use his jujitsu. Maybe he can actually tap this guy. Maybe BJ Penn can return to form. And what I got instead was an absolute drubbing that broke my heart to watch. It was watching a guy way past his prime trying very, very hard to cling on to the last vestiges of not just the career, but his whole life. Because, I mean, a guy like BJ Penn dedicates his life to this sport. And you're not going to be able to tell a guy like that that he can't go anymore. But BJ Penn can't go anymore. And if there's anybody listening who might happen to know BJ Penn, please, I'm begging you to tell him to stop. I can't take anymore. It breaks my heart to see a legend, to see an idol like that, get absolutely smashed every time he's in there. He's done. It's over. It's Chuck Liddell all over again. Chuck Liddell didn't know when to hang him up. Tito Ortiz all over again. Tito Ortiz didn't know when to hang him up. He's hanging him up tomorrow. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Get the fuck out of here. It's the first time that he's actually, A, not doing it on the spur of the moment, and B, sounds pretty much cool with it. Going into the fight. He's fighting Chael Sonnen over at Bellator. That's right, yeah. We did talk about that, didn't we? It's tomorrow. Is it really? Yeah. What do I got going on tomorrow? I got birthday parties to go to. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds enjoyable. Yeah. Not as enjoyable as my birthday party. Those things are epic. You know, the other news I got in the UFC is there's some new rules we're going to go over real quick. There are new rules in MMA. The first is the um, what constitutes a grounded opponent. Because you've seen guys in the past. I'm pretty sure I could figure that out. You've seen guys in the past. They're pressed against the cage. They're getting head forth down. And he's about to name in the face. And he reached down and put his hand on the ground. Because hmm. that's the third point. And you, get knee, you can't knee a guy in the head. Or take him in the head. Yeah. Because he's considered grounded. Because he's got three points down. Not anymore. Mm. No. One hand down is, is you're standing. Get ready to eat some knees. <laughs> I think it's going to open up a lot more finishes. The other thing is the John Jones rule. Or it's always coming forward with the open fingers and poking motherfuckers in the eye. No. Oh. That's illegal. Can't do it anymore. Well, it should have been illegal from the get-go. Right. When you're on the ground, you're allowed to heel kick people in the kidneys now. Hmm. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it seems like something you should have been able to do. Fights will be judged. 
punches will be scored uh, from now on. Quality over quantity. Oh, well, that's, five, a, that's a big one, dude. Five jabs do not equal five hooks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that is a big one. It's, it's important that they get that distinction out there. Yep. Uh, that way, you know, you could hammer a dude, but he give you a little lazy kick in the leg while you're coming in, and it scores even. Yeah. Not anymore. That's good. But Hopefully what that does is takes these fights that are close, or this gives you more of a distinction in a fight. What, yeah. what is a win? What's a loss? Right. If this guy went over here and, you know, he jabbed the shit out of this guy, okay, this guy went off on him. And, Smashed him, yeah. yeah. Not only that, but you got a guy who's getting jabbed in the face the whole round, turns around and just absolutely smashes, nearly finishes a guy. Mm-hmm. And he's going to lose the round because he got jabbed for three minutes? Exactly. Not anymore. Uh, the only other real words of note in uh, UFC is that Johnny Hendricks. Poor fat Johnny Hendricks. Always missing weight. Okay. He's moving up. Oh, really? Yeah, he's going to fight <laughs> Hector Lombard. There you go. Wasn't there one more little nugget you told me about the other day? What's that? Ronda's boyfriend cut Ronda's trainer. Travis Brown left a... Yeah. Edwards Targaryen coach. Okay. Targaryen, I think it is. Uh, yeah, he sucks. And I'm glad Travis Brown left him. Travis Brown was actually good. Travis Brown was the biggest example of a guy who had promise and then went to go train under this guy and badly regressed. Hmm. Badly regressed. I know one former champion that did the same thing, huh? Yeah, no, she was with him the whole time. She was with him the whole time. Yeah. 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 I don't want to go off on that tangent again. I got yelled at last week. I still can't believe Holly Holm kicked her in the head so hard that she forgot that she's an Olympic judoka. Meh. Because that's the only thing I can come up with. (laughs) But. All right. Now we got some some fun stuff to talk about. uh, We got WWE uh, to talk about. Yeah, because like I said before, this is my favorite pay-per-view of the year. Yeah. But I know I people that don't watch wrestling, but they watch the Rumble. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's just, it's fun. Yeah. The countdown, who's mm-hmm. going to be next? I was watching an old Rumble today, and it was great. It was actually the one where they did the spot, where uh, Hurricane came out, Austin and uh, Triple H were laid out in the ring, mm-hmm. and Hurricane wants to double choke slam the both of them. He's got them both by the throats, and they look at each other like, yeah. <laughs> screw this, and they threw him out. You know? <laughs> nice. Does he really think he's going to? But before we get into the Rumble real quick on WWE, Kurt Angle. Awesome. Elected well to the WWE Hall of Fame. Well deserved. Well I didn't deserved realize that his run with the WWE was like six and a half years. Wasn't that long? I thought it was shorter than that. Yeah. yeah. Well, he did a lot of things. He was hurt a lot. Yeah, well, yeah, it's probably true. Yeah. Hurt. Eric, we're doing air quotes here. Hurt. Right. No, he <laughs> was hurt. Or in I rehab, mean, one or the other. He blew his knee at one point. He yeah. broke his neck at a couple of points. Well, that, during the Olympics was one of them. Hey, one Olympic gold medal with a broken neck. I can, I can do that. That's because you, know, well, you don't have the three eyes. You don't have the intensity, the integrity, yeah. and the intelligence to be able to pull off something like that. That's true. You don't. You're close. Eh, except for the intelligence, the right. intensity. And the integrity. And the integrity. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Definitely don't have the integrity. <laughs> right. Right. I'm not going to throw stones. <laughs> but we've got most of the names for the Rumble lined up here. We've got Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar, The New Day. Uh, Goldberg, Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, The Undertaker, Byron Corbin, who, by the way, I love that they're pushing him. He's good. Good stuff. The Lone Wolf? He's good stuff. Yeah. He's getting better and better every time he's in there. Dean Ambrose, The Miz, Cesaro, Sheamus, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, and Luke Harper. Bray Wyatt punched Luke Harper in 
in the face. Oh, yeah? On purpose. Oh, it was on purpose. On SmackDown. I, I, you know, my 30 seconds of SmackDown that I watched. Because bickering with Horton. <laughs> Get it together. Right. Um, they're doing a slow burn on the breakup with that. Yep. And I love it. I, don't know. I think you got to keep the Wyatt family together. You got to get them. Well, I mean, I'm make sure, it a force again. I'm Give sure it a, it's, it's all going to be Orton's plan. They'll get nah. back together. Like, nah, whatever. Right? Uh, I don't think Rowan's going back. Boy, he's horrible. <laughs> Eric Rowan's not good. <laughs> he's not good, and he's hurt a lot. It's it's a bad mix. I was just going to say, isn't he injured right now, or coming back from an injury? He is injured at the moment. Yeah. But um, that, that's 19 of them. So we've got 11 spots. Yeah. Now, there are some names that are going to be in there that aren't announced yet. Mm-hmm. You've got Roman Reigns is fighting Kevin Owens Kevin for the Owens, Universal yeah. title. I imagine the loser of that's going to be in there. Yep. Jericho is going against uh, Cena. Seth, uh, no, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Maybe. Maybe Jericho's in. I think uh, Jericho's in. He could be in. John Cena's going against AJ Styles. There we go. That's what I was talking And the loser of that will probably be in. Yep. Now that Cena, he'll win the match and go in. Yeah. I'm just going to take the night off. Right. Douche. No, no one's seen it. He'd probably try to wrestle himself. No, he would. And it would go to a time limit draw because <laughs> they couldn't agree on who was going to put who over. Right. Uh, no, Cena's been good about putting people over. Yeah, yeah. That was a cheap shot. Um, he just sucks. So I got some names here of people that are probably going to be in. Okay. And we'll see where we're at with that. Uh, Big Show. Yep. It's almost guaranteed. He's got the Shaq match at WrestleMania. Yeah, he's got to get to warm up somehow. Definitely got a new look. Yeah. He's got abs. I, I was just going to say that. He's a little sick pack. He's like 350 pounds. He's, yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, He's got the intensity. He's got the intensity. Guy's 47 years old, something like that. He's in the best shape of his career. Yeah, it's amazing. Kane, Kane definitely be Kane a... Kane have a rumble without Kane. Uh-huh. Kane's absolutely non-existent storyline-wise in the company right now. Yeah. But you cannot have a rumble without Kane. Yep. Uh, Rusev. Yeah, okay. I imagine Rusev will get in there. Yeah. You got to fill this thing you out. You got to fill... Yeah. I mean, you're gonna, you're definitely gonna have a couple of guys from yesteryear in there. One of or both with uh, Enzo and Kaz. I imagine, I imagine both. Kaz in there. I imagine both. And they get Enzo in for the pop. Yeah. Uh, James Ellsworth, because Santino's not with the company anymore. Yep. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have a Rumble jobber. You got. It's gotta be the guy. You know, what are the Bushwhackers doing? Right. They uh, not in the Rumble. <laughs> not no. announced in the Rumble. No, well, yeah. They were in the <laughs> Hall of Fame last year, though. Yeah. And um, now we get the more interesting names. A guy like Finn Balor. Is he ready? Is he? I don't think so. I think if he was, they wouldn't tell us. It looked kind of like Cena that year. Yeah. Came in number 30 and won the damn thing. And, and the other one is Samoa Joe. Yeah. That I see. That yeah. I see. And they may fucking job him out in it, but that I see. Now, if we add all those names together, I don't think they'll drop him out. He may win the thing. Nah, you can't. Well, they did say he's in line for a big push right away. Well, he did. He still hasn't lost the title. Nah. He was stripped. He got hurt. Oh, really? He won the Universal title from Seth Rollins. He was the first ever WWE Universal Champion, Finn Balor. Oh, you're talking about Finn Balor. Okay, yeah. I was talking about uh, Joe. Joe. Joe, you put in there to have him start with whoever he's going to wrestle at Mania. Nah. Maybe he'll eliminate The Undertaker. That nah, would be something. That would be something. I would enjoy the shit out of that. Uh, and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's got to get in there. Yeah. You got to imagine yep. Sami will be in yeah, there. Yeah, he'll be in there. What about Cesaro? Did we mention Cesaro him? Cesaro was mentioned. He's in. Okay. So you got three spots. Mm-hmm. Fill them. I think you see another fucking DDP. A DDP could go, yeah. I, I think you see that. Foley. 
I was actually thinking Shane. I don't know if Shane's right yet. I think he's right. He got rocked pretty bad at Survivor Series. <laughs> well, I don't hope he wants to go anywhere near that ring for a little while. <laughs> especially taking, especially if it's Shane McMahon in a, in a match where the stipulation is to go flying over the top rope to lose. Yeah. I don't know that that's a good idea. <laughs> especially if Reigns is in there. <laughs> God, he killed him with that spear. <laughs> so the he killed him so bad that Shane McMahon is one of the few people to kick out of the spear. From Roman Reigns, and he did it by accident. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Did Sorry, it, do over. Yeah. The, the instincts kicked. Yeah. But um. Well, we get. Who else can we put in there? Angle. We could put Angle in there. Yeah. Could be. He's on the odds. Yeah. He's he's got odds. Odds on favorite to win right now is Braun Strowman, and that's the next question. Who's gonna win this thing? Sheesh. That I I couldn't even tell you. Couldn't yeah, that's a tricky you. wicket. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and that's the beauty of it. This is the first time in the... There's two things I wanted from the Rumble coming in. The first was having no real idea who's going to win this thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I have no fucking clue. I c- I'm looking at the names right now. I couldn't even postulate it. The, the, the funny thing is, because of their shitty booking, you never know. Like, what, what could possibly be the worst? I mean, that's where you have to put your mind when you're thinking about these things. Well, I mean... It's a situation like where you had Roman Reigns, before we knew Roman failed, when you had Roman Reigns defending against Seth Rollins, who was doing the whole, I never lost my title, it's mine, and yep. I'm going to come win it back thing. And that, you're going, that hasn't been going good for him. And you're going, you, no, well, he turned him face, and he's not good at it. No. He's so he's so good as a smarmy heel. Mm-hmm. They're, they're booking them both wrong, actually, because Reigns was really good as a real quiet, you know, kind of cocky-ass champion, too. He's yeah. getting good there. Yeah. It, 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 he it, sucks. It was watchable. He's he a good sucks. wrestler. He's, he's definitely working. Um, we're, we're talking about Roman Reigns? Yeah, he's getting better. Oh, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, think about Roman Reigns a year ago to now. <laughs> he sucks. They're not pushing him as invincible anymore. Yeah. And it's making him you know a better what, match. You know what he needs to do? Take off that fucking chest protector. He's, yeah. He's not D'Lo Brown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just fucking, let's get rid of it. I was thinking it. about D'Lo Brown as soon as he said it too. <laughs> D'Lo Brown, he tore his pecs and he had to wear that yeah. chest protector and he just kept it. It was his gimmick. Um, that thing can stop bullets, but if you kick him in it, he's fucked. Yeah, right. Um, that's not fair. He gets to wear a fucking chest protector. Yeah, Iron Mike Sharp got to wear that little the, sleeve. The, the padded sleeve, yeah. that's right. Yeah. I saw him hit Scott Steiner with that thing today. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't go well for him. Um, I have no... And the other thing I wanted was a lack of... Uh, not a lack of. There has been a pronounced lack of creativity towards the end of the Rumbles lately. When you got a situation where well, it all depends where you where you put in the, the coping spot. The last four guys are Roman Reigns, Rusev, The Big Show, and Kane. You can see where this is going. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the last four people are in there. The one I watched today it was uh, Austin, Angle, Triple H, and Mister Perfect. Oh. Two thousand two. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it was when Henning came back and actually did no. good. God rest his soul. Nope. But, I mean, I, I want, like, the final, even the final two. And you, you don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, obviously they're going to do it. So imagine can... if the last two were Finn Balor and Samoa Joe. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Smarks out there would fucking, their heads would pop. You can't lose in that situation. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, I can't, I'm not even going to hazard you got to have, like, a Balor type, maybe not necessarily Balor in the final four. Where yeah yeah I see what you're saying like the uh, the new face the, the new new face coming yeah. up yeah 
that could conceivably win. He's already gotten a push so far in the company. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and there it is. So that's the uh, the Royal Rumble, huh? And the last thing on that is is Jimmy Snooker passing. You know, I'm mixed on this one. It's it's yeah. And I've said it for years about that that poor young lady that he killed. That he killed. I mean, there's no, you know. And then died to get out of it. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen a slimier move dying to get out of jail. Really, jail, you know. Really. <laughs> Jimmy Snooker was a pro though. Yeah, I mean, he was a great wrestler. If you're just gonna go along talent and that kind of stuff. He was another guy that probably worked a lot later in his life than he should have. It was a little rough watching him in the last, yeah, last yeah. few matches he had. But you know what it was problem with that him and he did it to himself kind of was he was so good yeah. early on that you know, there's no way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but he, yeah. he didn't age well, he looked terrible. Yeah, he did look bad. He, he did looked look bad, bad for years. <clears throat> he was he was becoming a skeleton. But yep. That's going to be the WWE wrap, and I know you've been waiting for this. Let's go, Eagles. Eagles You promised these people in-house free agents. In-house free agents, and I got them. What do you got? I got every in-house free agent plus the contracts they're coming off of. Okay. Stay or go, what they'll probably cost. Blah, blah, blah. Top of the list, obviously. Benny Logan. Benny Logan. Coming off four years, 3.032, which is a weird contract. That's kind of slotted, I guess. 3.033. Yeah. It's... It looks like random numbers. Yeah, Everything's like 2.5 or 3.7. No, he's got 3.03. Uh, he was, what, a second-round pick, I believe. I believe. I don't know. Yeah. Could have been slotted just but the way up. it works. Is he staying or gone? <sighs> he's going to have to give them a huge hometown discount in order yeah. for him to stay. He's got to stay. But <laughs> He's got to. And listening to from him. From the Eagles standpoint, he's got to stay. From, from listening to him. He wants to stay. Yeah. He's, he's flat out said, I'll take less money to stay. Yeah. I don't want to go anywhere but here. Yeah. But he's another, He's one of those guys where it's like, like Connor Barwin, yeah, I'll take a pay cut. Well, we were thinking like paying you $2 million instead of the $7 million that you're owed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's he's not a pay cut. too, though. Well, I mean, that's basically all our contracts are. Or they're, it's not so much backloaded. They're not getting as much money as they thought to carry over either. They're getting like $8 million. Yeah, they're getting like. Eight million. A shade under that, maybe. Seven something, but yeah, I yeah. mean, it's they're expecting what eight, three, eight, four. I I always saw it around eight, so yeah. I, I think they're pretty good. Maybe it was a high expectation. Yeah, it could have been. You bring them back. Now, what'll re- what'll really fuck you though is if the cap doesn't go up to ten million that they're expecting right. to. Yeah. With ratings dropping the way right. that they did this year, you d- you can't say that you're getting that ten million, that extra ten million. Yeah. It doesn't go up to full ten. You're you're in trouble. Yeah. I mean. I was looking uh, the other day at next year's cap. Right now we're thirteen million under. Yeah, that's it's bad. Not, that's not, yeah. It's bad. Chip fucked us. Yeah. I want Logan to stay. I really do. Yeah. Oh, he's gotta. From I, a fan standpoint and from the team standpoint, he's gotta stay. I I think you're right. I mean, I think he does. I think they you figure let him something out. The whole off season's a bust. Yeah. No, no, I wouldn't go that far. But, I mean, he's uh, out of all the in-house free agents, he's the chip. Uh, yeah, yeah, out of the in-house the free guy. agents, he's the guy, yeah. You, you may cut. If any of them go, he's got to stay. Exactly. They may all have to go for him. Yeah. But... Well, next on the list, Stephen Tullock, coming off one year, 2.5. Gone. Gone. Um, I think they brought him in because of injuries. They brought him in as a security blanket for Jordan Hicks. Okay. Um, it's, it's not necessary. No, nah, not anymore. So. Hick, Hicks is going to be a Pro Bowl player. Yeah. Maybe not next year, but probably the year after. I, I, I'll go on record and saying that right now. Oh, yeah, not now. Everybody says not now. Well, no, because the Locking way... Locking your forehead, right? Yeah, oh, okay. 
Uh, Nolan Carroll coming off one year, two point three six. They're already re- negotiating with him. Yeah, he said you probably get him back for the same money. Yeah, and as long as he's not a starting cornerback, I don't mind it. Yeah, you know he's a, he's, he's a solid. Vet. he's a vet. He's solid as you know cover yeah, in the, the th- Bowl, yeah. He's, but he's solid. He's not a starter. That's no. where I'll go with it. <laughs> All right, Trey Burton. Got to keep him. Got to keep him. Got to keep him. Got to keep him. Coming off three years, one point five. He's gonna get a raise. He's gonna get a raise, but it's a restricted raise. Yeah. So it's not. It, it, he so may get, get to pick like the raise. Yeah. yeah. You know, it could be two to three million dollars, but either way, he he stays. He has, he's actually in my eyes, maybe just the and more. Some of these of, are restricted. You know better than I would. Some guys restricted free agent or mm-hmm. yeah. But um, to to my point, he's more of a has to stay than uh, than Logan. I think. Yeah. I really think that you might be onto something there. Uh, Steve Wisniewski coming off one year, one point five has to stay. Not yeah. a ha- not a has to stay, but he they definitely need to bring him back. All right, and they need to play him more. Yeah, I have, a, I have the perfect more. position in mind for him too. He's probably getting a raise. Yeah, because he's gonna get offers. <sighs> he's good. He's, he's gonna signed, get offers. You signed him for eight hundred thousand dollars last year. Yeah, one point five total. Was that what it was? Yeah. No, oh, whatever. You're not gonna get him for that. No, no, no. I mean, you give him two, three million dollars. I'm okay with that if he's starting. Yeah. So I, I, again, you know, I have the perfect place for him. I know, and we'll get there. All right. Uh, Kenyon Barner, coming off two years, one point one. I want him to stay, but he's not going to. No. The, they the don't kid use des- him. Why keep him? The kid deserves a shot to play. So they need exactly. the money more than they need the player. Yeah. In their eyes, mm-hmm. not in my eyes. Need a back. Uh, Jalen Watkins, who is a exclusive rights free agent. Yep, he stays. You, you can keep him for five dollars. Yeah, he'll he stay. stays. Uh, Najee Good, yeah, gone. coming off uh, less than a million. Yeah, I mean he's the he's a special teams guy, spot fill in guy. I'm not, you know, whatever they do with him, I'm fine with. And who's this, Brian Brayman? He's a Brian. backup outside linebacker. Yeah, two um, years, two million. He's a he's spe- off of. special teams ace. Yeah. See, that's the thing. A lot of these guys that you're talking about and we're talking about right now are kind of the special teams core. Right. If it makes sense to keep them, you keep them. Right. You know what I mean? It's, Does it make sense to keep? Yes. Okay. Yes. Do you cut his pay? Is he worth two million? You said it was two years, two million. Yeah. So he's a million a year. You don't get. Yeah, I throw a million bucks at him. Dude, that's pretty much the average salary, like the low salary that you can get in the league. Oh, not too good, made less. Well, yeah. But... Yeah, six hundred seventy-five thousand last year. Christ. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the referees made more money than he. Right. And um, not a free agent, but the last name on the list, and this is going to be a discussion. It has been the last few weeks. Jason Kelsey. Gone. Why? Because he sucks. No, he doesn't. He's, he's solid. A, he's an undersized fucking center. Right. Watch those games. Yep. Watch. When you get fucking pressure right up the middle, it's him. It's him. When you had the, the one game that just jumps out to me this year, the Washington game, the first Washington game, when you had... I forget who it was. It's was coming... that the best loss of the season? No, that was the second one. No, fuck that. <laughs> you had him, whoever the hell it was, just, just balled right the fuck over him. Just, yeah. And, and it was sad. And that's, when you see plays like that happen, it's always him. He's 265 pounds. He's undersized for his position. You, you think? Yeah. Okay. Now, I've, I talk to people, you know, not you're not just the only person I talk to about sports. And, yeah, but when they pull and they do this and they do that. Well, fuck that. You don't pull on every play. 
No. You need your center to be stout. Yeah. A.K.A. a fat ass. Sure. You need 325 pounds of meat coming from your center. Get Johnny Hendricks in there. You could. <laughs> but he'd miss weight, so he'd it wouldn't be good. Yeah. Wouldn't Show be good. 400 pounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, no, I keep him. Why do you keep him? Because you really don't have a replacement. You have Sale Malo. Who's never played center in the NFL. You have Wisniewski. No, you don't. Well, we already said we're bringing him back. Yeah, but if you re-sign Wisniewski, yeah. then you already ate what you saved on Kelsey. I doubt that. You give Wisniewski two million. Two you million, million left. Uh, you already saved a million? Kelsey, no, no, no. Kelsey is like uh, four million, actually. Yeah, he's three point. Three point eight, I'm sorry. Yeah, but... Uh, you, and you're not experiencing a drop-off in play. You use point eight to get uh, Najee Good back in the team? Yeah, well, you gotta do it somehow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's going. The thing of it is, is it, it's not a lot of savings there. and To me, it's enough. Yeah, to you it's enough, but you're not. But if you can upgrade the position and save money, why are you? Why are we you even having this discussion? You can upgrade the position. I can tell you that Stephen Wisniewski is a better center than Jason Kelsey. Based on what? The seventy-something games he started at fucking center. I can tell you that right now. You're. I, I just. I don't buy it. Or, what, what do you love about Jason? Kelsey? What has he ever fucking done? He was drafted in a in a position. Fifth. He was a f- fifth round draft pick. Yeah. Okay. He was drafted under Andy Reid. Center for a round. I mean, uh, Travis Frederick. That'll be the Cowboys center that they drafted first round. Right. And everybody told him they were fucking nuts, and the guy's been all pro ever since. Right. So you, you can do it. Can you name another? Oh, uh, here we go with this bullshit again. <laughs> I always give you Tom Brady, and it's like, can you name another? Man, can you that. name another? You can't name another Tom Brady. No, definitely not. <laughs> no, definitely not. Anyway, to get back to my point with uh, Wisniewski, or I'm sorry, with Kelsey. You brought him in here because we had at the time we had Howard Mudd had a very specific off of offensive line scheme that he ran, and it was good. But the thing is, you take young, you take athletic guys that are pretty much in athletic is his code word for undersized. Instead of blocking the guy right in front of you, you pull him to one of the sides. You go this way or that way, whatever the hell you want to do. And that's why when Shady had that great year. You always saw his the guy out, you know, forty yards down the fucking field in front of Shady blocking was Kelsey, yeah, and that's great. But when Shady tried to get three yards or two yards or you know, it was fourth and one, you're not running in behind fucking right, Kelsey. But he's not making those grinds in Buffalo either. I did. He had fifteen hundred yards this year. How many of those were between the tackles? Oh, I don't know, six hundred and eighty. What the fuck do I know? What, are you kidding me right now? Right, but it's 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 apt to the point. It's not apt to the point. Sure, My- Shady's a very good outside runner. Yeah, when he bounces it out, and that was another knock on him. My point is that that's a specialized play for a specialized line, specialized system that they were running mm-hmm. with Howard Mudd. Mm-hmm. Doug Peterson, unfortunately, does not run that. So now you are being asked to go against the guy that's 325 pounds or 300 pounds or 280 pounds or whatever. Whatever it is. Where, okay, run forward and block him. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, snap the ball and go push this yeah. guy out of the way. It's not happening with a guy... That, with with Kelsey that you're he's giving up fifty pounds legit fifty pounds no. every fucking time every no. game. Uh, you know, here's the thing: is I I I I wouldn't be so bold as to say Kelsey sucks. He sucks. No, he doesn't suck. He's a very solid center. Again, I don't, I don't agree. I will agree. He's a specialized center. I will give you that he's he's regressed for the last two years. Yes. Okay. And what's that but tell you? He's still solid. He's got a good rapport with the quarterback. He does? How many fucking low snaps did did uh, Wentz get from Kelsey this year? There ought to be five or six. Seriously, to hit the fucking ground. season, that's not bad. 
Dude, get the fuck. What was this guy? His yeah, snaps happen. How many yeah. of us were in bad weather? None. Are you sure? I'm pretty fucking sure. I don't even know, if they, played. Sh- I don't even know if they played in bad weather. Oh, they did. Yeah. There's no snowball this year, but my point the is... The rally capes. The rally capes. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I don't know. Is Kelsey maybe a better guard? I don't know that, again, size wouldn't be a matter there. I mean, my, See, my, my wife friend, always tells me that size doesn't matter, so I'm assuming friend, that that's... How many years has he got left? Kelsey? Yeah. He's got like four left on his deal. Right, but you save a whole lot more if you cut him after this year. Yeah, but why shoot yourself in the foot this year? Because you can keep But if you cut him this year, you still have that savings no, no, next no. year. You had your chance. I'm talking now. Are you going to win the Super Bowl next year? No, you're not. All right, so you're not really worried about win now. Oh, I am. No, you're not going to win the Super Bowl. You just said. You I, said I get you that. will not win now. Okay. So you're not win now next year. Okay, so let, so the, no, I'll no, let no, you no, make no, your no. fucking stupid point, then no, I'll no, fucking no. come back at you. So, you save a lot more money if you cut Kelsey at the end of next season. You agree with that, right? Well, obviously, numbers tell you that you save more money if yes. you cut him later on. Yeah, okay, you're right. So why would you not keep him around another year, use that year to help groom Siamala to the position at the NFL level, then cut it? You done? And then you can save the money that you're going to fucking, all Kelsey's money that you're going to hand to Wisniewski anyway. You're not, but okay. Are you done? You're getting rid of all this just to save a million dollars? It's not going to help. It's four million dollars, and you don't know what you're going to be. What well, you're it's not get. four million. You're giving it to Wisniewski. I I didn't say you're giving him four million dollars. No, but you're giving most of it to him. If he couldn't find a team to sign with last year, and he he came to us for what was it one point five or something? Is that what what your number said there? Yep. What what did he do this year that makes you think he's going to be a hot free agent? Oh, needs change. Oh, needs change. They like do. ours do. We need a center. No, we don't. All right. Here's my. I'm going to finish this point for you. You just told me it'd be a lot better to cut them next year because you save more money next year. Well, you got to save money. Okay. Cap strapped. If you cut them this year, you save next year too because you're not fucking paying them that money. Am I not right? Right, but you're going into the season with a big question mark right in front of your franchise quarterback. Fair enough. Uh, to me, Kelsey's a question mark. No, Kelsey's he, a proven he, commodity. He hasn't got. Great, he hasn't got them. He hasn't got them killed yet. Is what I'm hearing. He hasn't right. gotten killed yet. So you're going to take the guy who hasn't gotten him killed yet and get rid of him for the guy who you don't know if he's going to get him killed or not. Did you see Sam Allo, who, again, we're saying... Sam Allo's not a center. Listen, he is a center, actually. He never played center in the NFL. But he played a whole lot in college. Okay. Great. He's also not a right tackle, but he went out and played fucking right tackle and had a beautiful fucking game. God bless him. Let's keep him there. No, because you have fucking Big V. Yeah. You, dra- you drafted Sam Allo to be a... A guard slash center. Big V. Big V. For a minute, I thought you meant Big Daddy V. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big Visser. Nelson Ferguson. <laughs> well, dude, we got a fucking lot of time to discuss this because we are just, just, we're not even in the offseason yet, really. Right. No, we'll get into this. We're, we've quick, been though. in our offseason for a while, but. Real quick, though, it was something we've ignored for a little while here. We're going to touch on real quick to wrap this up. Is the playoffs. The NFL playoffs are ongoing. All right. We've got uh, NFC Championships coming on by the time we get to air. We're going to know who's playing in the Super Bowl. Yep. Unless you're me. I already know. Um, I'm good like that. So, uh, you got, well, we got. Green Bay and Atlanta. Green Who Bay you and got? Atlanta and the NFC. And you got the Patriots and. The Steelers. The victims. The Steelers in the AFC. Now, start with the AFC. I know that New England came out looking bad against Houston. All of a sudden it was like, whoa, what's up with New England? Here's the thing. They still cover a 16-point spread. They did everything they could to lose that game to Houston. Houston wanted no parts of it. Houston didn't even belong there. The only reason they were there is because the Raiders ran out of quarterbacks. That's a good point. Um, 
if their car starts that game, we're talking about the Patriots. We're talking about Tuck Roll, too. Exactly. You know, we're talking, we're talking about the Revenge of the Tuck Roll. Yeah. Um, their car is beautiful, Steve. Having said that, they still covered a 16-point spread, mm-hmm. the Patriots. And when they realized they weren't going to be able to give this game away, they took it. Yep. They still comfortably won that game. They did. And I'll grant you, Houston was a lame duck opponent, but still. Yeah. Um, coming to Pittsburgh, I just, I don't know, Pittsburgh's really banged up. Roethlisberger's probably hurt worse than he's saying, because he always is. And I just, I don't see that defense doing a whole lot to stop Brady. Can anybody really? I mean, uh, unless you're the New York Giants, can you stop Brady? Oh, Buffalo shut him out, but that wasn't Brady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you can't stop Brady. And that's the thing. And that, that's really where I'm at with this. It's one of these things where if it were a coin flip, it would be the Patriots. Um, over in the NFC, you get a more interesting game. You got Green Bay and Atlanta, who I, I got Atlanta. I got Green Bay. I think Green Bay's probably. <laughs> and oh, since uh, we're talking now, I got Steelers. Yeah, you would. Yeah. You do love an underdog. Uh, this thing with Green Bay is, is I don't really remember the Detroit game a whole lot, but I remember the shootout they had with Dallas, and not like we said they would, but they did what we said they would. They yeah, beat Dallas. We exactly. said they floor with them. That, they kind of did, and then... They did for three quarters, yeah, or whatever it was. Yeah, I decided not to anymore. Yeah. Dax, for real, he showed up in the playoffs, and I got to give him credit for that. Problem is they had to roam on the sideline, and the curse continued. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't know if the Detroit game was a shootout like that. I don't remember it. Nah, I wasn't. <laughs> they just they smoke them. Yeah, kick our asses up and down the field. And Atlanta pretty much is just waltzed in. They've not been challenged in the playoffs yet. Because they're that good of a team. They However, trust, yeah. you get into a shootout with Atlanta, like they did with Dallas, they're not going to come out on the right end of that. Uh, like Rodgers has something going on right now. He does. He's got the fucking boat. He's the hot quarterback. He's the hot hand. Yeah. And it's hard to bet against the hot hand in the playoffs. Exactly. Uh, Matt Ryan is probably going to manage the clock a lot better than. Zach Prescott did. Speaking of manager clock, fuck you, Andy Reid. You did it again. Yeah, right. Um, so I'm going to I got to lay in New England Super Bowl. You've got the exact opposite. Yeah, always do. And we will discuss the Super Bowl in much more length next week. Sounds like That's a all plan. the time we've got for this week. I want to thank everybody for listening. Don't forget to hit us up on Twitter. Gloves are off PC. At Facebook, the gloves are off. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure doing the show. Do you have anything you want to say to close out? Yeah. Not so great with you and fucking Kelsey. I don't know where the fucking man love. I mean, what do you like, his man bun? Like, We'll talk about it later. All right, so we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> I'm going to step outside with my friend here. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll be talking more Eagles, more Flyers, more UFC, more WWE. There we go. We'll, uh, we'll do full-on Rumble predictions. We'll do... Uh, well, I, yeah, next time I'll do some Rumble predictions. There's some UFC stuff going on with the new Tough Enough season. Isn't the Rumble Sunday? Uh, It's a week from Sunday. Oh, uh, okay. I thought I was going to have the hot hand on that one. Right. Hot picks. Um, we'll be talking more about this Kelsey situation. We'll be talking about the Super Bowl. We'll be talking about how the Flyers bounce back from the bye week. <laughs> uh, for myself, Jim Drumheller, my broadcast associate, Jim Bruno, everybody have a good week, and we'll see you next time. That was a great play by the cornerback. Yeah, game is over, but the Mysticuffs apparently aren't.